everybody this is Allie and this is Sage and this is us on the this too much podcast yay you might hear Sage and I like smiling in our voices and it's because I got a new computer and this lady every time I go to record is like you're being recorded and I can't shut it off and I it makes it more complicated to edit that part out (laughs) I didn't hear her today though what I did I didn't hear her on my end I was, was like waiting. Side. That's why I was smiling was because I was like, oh, I thought you heard her. She was on this side. Oh, weird. Oh, she was here. She was here. So Green. good times. So today we're on. I didn't write down what number episode we're on. Um, for Season three, 11? episode 11. Yep. Okay, great. Entitled Songbird Part One. Woo. Nikki. The love yeah. of my life. I know. I love him so much. Me too. It's such a Me. good episode. Ugh, I love him. But with that, would you like to give us a stage synopsis? Sure. So the synopsis for season three, episode 11, Songbird Road, part one, is Rebecca and the big three reckon with secrets Jack kept from them. Jack's Vietnam stories continue to be unraveled. Ooh, that was actually really hard for me to read. It was a mouthful. And also, guys, we should tell you that it's early in the morning for Sage and I. Yeah. <laughs> this is the earliest I think we've ever recorded. Is it? I think so. Huh. Eight o'clock? I thought, I thought we recorded at like 7.30 a few weeks ago. but Oh, maybe we did. And I'm typically a morning person, guys, but it's just been a, it's been a week. We're getting uh seven a week. Yeah. Also, who makes the 4th of July on a Tuesday? Time. Hate it. Father time. Well, he's rude. (laughs) (laughs) So, would you like to jump into the episode? Sure. So, when we begin, we see Jack at work, and he keeps getting postcards from Nikki, and he just is sticking them in the drawer. Um, and then finally, he gets one at the house when the kids are like 11 or 12-ish. And as soon as he gets the postcard, I don't know how this man makes his his mind up like so fast about this. But like as soon as he makes the postcard, like a few minutes later, he's telling Rebecca, like, I got to go out of town tomorrow. Like his mind is like set. Well, my old, I think this whole montage is terribly sad. Like, I was like, so glad we're starting off so depressing because, and I understand, and you have, I, you and I have said it 9,000 times during this whole, like, Vietnam, like, Vietnam season. I understand that things are more complicated than just, like, black and white. But, like, as Nikki says later, like, Jack sees everything in black and white, which I understand. But, like, I don't like that he didn't hear Nikki out. Yeah, it like it just hurts me. It hurts yeah. me. The whole montage hurts my soul, and then like the whole episode. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So he decides on a whim, not on a whim, but like two <laughs> seconds. No, it is on a whim because he like yeah. immediately gets the postcard, and then he's like, "Oh, I gotta go out of town for work." <laughs> I'm like, with such a big thing, like, wouldn't you have? like taken like at least a few hours to be like do I really want to do this do I really want to go 
Maybe he's know. been thinking about it for a while. Like, how often are these postcards coming, I guess, is my question. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, is Jack still in, like, the mode of saving Nikki? Where it's like, okay, now this postcard came to my house. So it must be something bad. Maybe. These I feel like speculations. I feel like he's not in the mode of saving Nikki, though, because he's, like, if he was in the mode of saving Nikki, like, I feel like he would have done more to listen to what he had to say. Yeah, I guess you're right. I also, it broke my heart that the last postcard had like little kids fishing on it. I know. No. I was like, wow, Nikki's really playing those emotions. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see the big three as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about their dad not telling the truth, not telling anybody the truth, even Rebecca. Um, and Rebecca's like real salty is like the wrong word I guess but like it seems like she's a little bit salty and part of me is like how does it feel Rebecca like I don't know like I just think like to me this kind of nulls her secret out like if we're gonna like play that game yeah yeah I think that they're kind of like equal now you know but I think but what I think is so interesting about this show is that the big three, you know, Kevin, Kate, and yeah. Randall seem less mad at Jack than Randall was at Rebecca. And I think a lot of that is because he's dead. I agree with you. The other part of it for me, though, is like uncle versus biological father. And then even when he was an adult, she didn't tell him the truth. Yeah. About his biological dad, not an uncle. And his dad also didn't technically do anything bad. Versus, like, Jack believing that Nikki, like, lost it and was a murderer. Yeah, but I also think that Rebecca did think that, Will. I mean, she saw him clean, but she, like, I really do like believe that Rebecca thought that had she let William into their lives, right. that he would have taken Randall away from them. Yeah. And I know, I understand that fear. I just like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. The dynamic here is interesting. Yeah. Um, and while I, while I recognize that like bio dad is different than uncle, I also think that in a situation where you've got two parents, bio dad isn't that far off from an uncle. I guess it's different, but it's I think not though like Randall's situation is different. Though. But you have two parents who are white. He's black and didn't have the black experience, and then you're like taking that away from him. Like there's that. That's like the whole extra chunk for me. I don't know. I think I think both situations are very complicated. <laughs> like I'm not saying yeah. either one of them is right. I'm just saying like it's just it seems like I feel like the Randall thing is harsher. Although like knowing Nikki, I'm like these people were like didn't have a really cool, fun uncle that would have loved them so much. And I know he wasn't in a place like after Vietnam, even if he would have told Jack the truth. I don't know if anything would have like changed at that point. I do think, though, had he been able to tell Jack the truth, it would have been different because Jack would have made it different. Yeah. Yes. You know, and Jack probably would have, would have helped him. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love when Randall's like 
our dad never mentioned him and like did the mind blowing noise and he was like <laughs> I know cute. and then Rebecca like yells at Randall it's like Randall stop it <laughs> I was like that made me laugh because I was like oh Randall getting yelled at for a change what a shock um, yeah. but so then he does that and Kevin's like I'm going to make the trip I'm going to find him and then Randall's like yeah I have some time before my campaign starts I'm also going to go with you and then Rebecca's like, I'm not going, but I will watch your children. And then Kate is like, I'm not going. What a dumb plot point of Kate saying she's not going. Like, what does this add to the storyline? Almost at nothing. All. It doesn't add anything. Especially because the next scene, she's just like, hey. She just shows up. She's like, hey. I know. I thought it was so dumb, honestly. It but... was really dumb. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we see Randall and Beth. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's just talking to her. She has some interviews. She's nervous. Um, And he's like, no, they should be nervous because they won the Beth Pearson lottery. Like giving her this very sweet speech, you know. And then he's like talking about how Beth Pearson is an attitude. And I'm like, Beth Pearson is an attitude to have. (laughs) Um, But and then she's like, aren't you nervous? Like if you meet him and he's awful, like Uncle Nicky. And he's like, no, I think I'd be more, he's talking about William and how like his actual worst case scenario was not meeting him at all. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. And then Kate decides to come a scene later. So dumb. Yeah, so dumb. (laughs) It's a waste of like 40 seconds of screen time, to be honest. It is a waste of 40 seconds of screen time. Can't wait till everybody's like, you're being rude. (laughs) Like, what does this add to the storyline at all? It's like, doesn't it would be different if it was like Kate didn't want to come like the Rebecca situation kind of like where she didn't want to come yeah. and then shows up like yeah. because of what she's going through. yes shows up like 40 minutes all. later yeah absolutely my whole thing too is like they could have used that 40 seconds of screen time for Kate for her to like hug Tess or something like reconnect with Tess I don't know yeah. weird weird times whatever so then we see Rebecca and she's packing Jack a sandwich for the road. Um, and we see like the parallel between the big three going to see Nikki and Jack going to see Nikki. I love when they do this. Me too. And then we see like Ke- Kevin sitting on the couch and he's like bummed out that Jack is leaving and being a little brat. He doesn't want to say goodbye. Um, yeah. Thank you for saying he was being a little brat. Youngest Kevin is the worst. He's not the worst. And I know later I'm like, oh, no kids. And then we see Jack. I think I have Jack being really sweet to Rebecca. Yes. And I like feel bad for her. I don't know. My feelings about this whole thing are so mixed, but I do feel bad for her in this moment. Anytime you're like lied to is like rough. Um, and then we see the big three in the car, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. Kate is like, I have to pee already. And the boys are like, what the heck? And she's like, I'm pregnant and I need to go to the bathroom. And I have to ask you, there's a debate in my family. Are you somebody who like, you don't stop for anything? Or are you like every rest stop, stop? So I, we don't typically stop at all. Yeah, like ever. You. Um, absolutely like my whole family is kind of that way um until we need gas like we don't stop typically yeah exactly nick 
Nick stops at every rest stop and I've never, I've never known a bigger character flaw. Oh man. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, I feel like though with Kate's situation with her being pregnant, I say the situation as if it's like an awful scary thing. No, but with Kate being pregnant, um, I do feel like maybe circumstances are different. Right. It is. I don't typically travel with pregnant women, so I'm not really attuned to how often they need to use the restroom while on a road trip. Yes. Um, and then also in the car, we see Kevin and Kate making fun of Randall for his terrible snacks. And they're like, you're the house that hands out raisins at Halloween, huh? Yeah, and that was, was actually like, so cute. I thought it was so cute. I thought, I think their like interaction, like, cause no one's fighting and everybody's having a good time yeah. is like yeah. really cute. Um, and then Randall, I think says, how old would Nikki be? And he said, he'd be 70. So then I'm like, I, I guess I thought Rebecca and Jack, I thought Rebecca was still in her 60s at this point. But I'm thinking, I mean, I think Jack might have been a little bit older than Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess I didn't realize that they were, I don't think 70s old, but I didn't realize they were older, that old, much older than I thought. Yeah. Like when I look at Rebecca, I think she's in her 60s, maybe like late 60s. Well, that's because Mandy Moore is like. Stunner? What, 30s? Yeah. And she's like. Yeah, she looks like she could be in her 20s. <laughs> she does. So, she does. And she's playing Rebecca even when she's old. I know, like, makeup is, you know, obviously supposed to make her look older. Right. But, like, I think that when you're naturally looking that young, I think it's yeah. hard, even with makeup. I don't think John Huertes looks that old, though. Like, but I think his, like, the makeup for him is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. And then Kevin and Kate are like, Randall, why are you so calm about this? And he's like, when your mom's been lying to you for 36 years, nothing really rattles you anymore. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see Annie with Rebecca and Miguel and Annie asks, it's like such a simple moment, but it's like, kind of perfect because we see like Rebecca's reaction to everything that's going on but Annie asks if Randall's gonna bring Nikki home because he loves <laughs> to bring people home I love her and you know what I love Miguel in this scene too just like being a sweet grandpa making cookies with his little angel babies but yeah, yeah. and then Rebecca steps out because she's it's too much for her this too much yeah. for Rebecca yeah you know where's Deja because Deja's not making cookies and I'm like Maybe she's at a friend's. I'd like to believe that she was like, I'm going to go study. Because we find out like later I, on. It's a very she's sweet. like a little, yeah. she's like a genius. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe she was like, I'm going to go to church. Or I'm going to go to a soup kitchen since nobody asks me about anything I want to do. But they adopted me and didn't take on the responsibility. Uh, true. Yeah, seriously. Or Deja. But yeah, I think you're right. Because she's like a little studier. She's a yeah. brainiac. Um, and then we see Jack, he shows up at Nikki's. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, were these postcards in his like little war metal thing? Is that how they survived the fire? Or were they at the cabin? See, I don't think that that little metal war thing would survive a fire. Oh, I do. 
I think so. It's like a big, like, uh, like heavy, like, like a gun safe kind of. I mean, it's tiny, but like, I feel like yeah. gun safes survive fires all the time, right? Fireproof gun safes. I don't think those boxes okay. are. Well, maybe it was a fireproof box, or it was at the cabin, <laughs> or yeah. they kept it outside. Kept it outside. Well, like, honest to God, though, actually, now that I'm saying that, I don't even think that's ridic that ridiculous of a thought because Jack's in the garage at one point in time. Maybe he's hiding shit in there. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Welcome to the detective pod where we find out where all the Pearson stuff came from. <laughs> Seriously, like they've got so much. I It's like so funny because I think in the last episode was that when Toby gave Kate the... Um, the football yes. stadium. Yes. The Kate is like, yeah. Kate is like, I have nothing from my childhood because we <laughs> lost everything to fire. And then we find out they have all of these pictures. They have games. They have this. They have that. Be, to be it's fair, though, Jack did like steal like three photo albums out of the house. I know he did. I know that he went back in the fire and got some stuff. That pillowcase was not full to the brim of memories from their childhood though so I just feel like it's a little bit and then it's like all these things that are so important to them and I'm like why would you leave this at your cabin that you probably go to for like a couple <laughs> weeks in the summertime if it's so important to you in your life huh, I don't right know. am I, I wrong know. no you're not wrong I just don't know what the answer is pin the tail and the donkey really could have been at the cabin though they could have had a summer birthday party like at the end of August because their birthday's like in September I think and then they left pin the tail and the donkey at the thing they could have had a summer birthday party like six six hours away from where they live so that none of their friends could have come in the middle of the woods <laughs> like <laughs> This is your Rebecca's sister. I just want to say. <laughs> it does bother me quite a bit. I know it does. I know it, it does. Add up. Pin the tail on the donkey. I'm sorry, but like we see them playing it at the house. So I'm like. I feel like if you're over, I feel like nobody is overanalyzing it as much as you and I are, but it's so true. That's our job. We have a podcast about it. It's our job to overanalyze. Yeah, it's our job, guys, to bring you the 411. Good content. So after that, we switch gears to a flashback of baby Jack and baby Nikki, who are the cutest. Um, they're fishing. They're talking. Nikki's talking about being a surgeon. And he wants two houses, um, a big old house on a big old lake. Mm -hmm. And if that didn't get you go give you goosebumps, <laughs> what would, you know? Sage yeah. texted me in all caps that quote. <laughs> Like big randomly, on a big old lake. <laughs> yeah, it's just great. It's just yeah, that's I yeah. love Jack, baby Jackie, baby Nikki. Yeah. Um, and then we see the big three now back to mm -hmm. today. Um, they get to Nikki's. Yep, and uh, and Kevin goes up to the door. Yeah. Um, and then we're in a flashback to Nikki opening the door for Jack. Yeah. Um. And we see like Kevin knocking on the trailer and they're like, maybe nobody lives here. And then Nikki comes up behind them and says, somebody does. Um, and then Kevin introduces himself as Kevin Pearson and he says he's Jack Pearson's son. And then we're in a flashback again. And Nikki says that to Jack that he has Nesquik because 
Jack quit drinking. Nothing like makes me want to like thinking about Nesquik makes me want to vomit. I used to love Nesquik as well. <laughs> but so it looked gross. it looked pretty gross when Nikki made it. It's like yeah. he added too much powder, not enough milk. Yeah, his ratios were off. Yeah. Um and then he like invites Kevin and them in, I think, right? Uh-huh. Um kind of. he's he like are you coming in or not? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I guess he doesn't invite them in. He's like, Meh. and this is where we meet Uncle Nikki. And it took me, guys, this is fun fact. My Girl is one of my most favorite movies. And maybe it's like a trauma bond with the movie because it's so traumatic. But the guy who plays Uncle Nikki plays Mr. Bixler, the hot ass teacher in, <laughs> in My Girl. And I didn't realize it till like three, like probably season four like halfway through season four and then I was like oh my god I've had a crush on this man my whole life and didn't know it was him and then I developed a new crush <laughs> I was like, so it was this old crush and the new crush morphing into one because we have now met Uncle Nicky slash Mr. Bixler love of my life but yeah. he invites them in yeah. and then he says does Jack know you're here mm-hmm. and they were like he's he died and he said when did he when did he pass and they said 1998 um so that hurt my heart yeah yeah (laughs) i think too like i keep thinking about like this was six years after jack went and saw nikki like yes like not that long no six years is nothing when you're an adult really it's not like yeah i feel like it's also like one of those things where it's like Jack would have was like so close to like telling Rebecca, which I feel like if he had told Rebecca, he could have like Rebecca may have encouraged him to go see Nikki again Absolutely. and try to heal their relationship. And like it's yeah. just like it's so sad. The whole it's just like heartbreaking from all ends. Like yeah. and from Rebecca's end also. Yeah, because I think they do such good continuity in next episode. It's like a little bit when she's talking to Nikki, they like touch on it more where it's like she's like, I think he would have he was opening up right before he died. Like, I think he would have told me and he was going to tell her. That's what that kills me. It's the worst. I I know. It's like when we watched that episode of them sitting in the car and like Jack's like, I have things I need to tell you when I'm ready, you know? It's yeah, like yeah. we were thinking back then. We were like, "Oh my gosh, we know what these things are," and it was like, right. really- And the it's so I, that's why I like rewatching this because I think the first time I totally missed that and didn't think about it whatsoever. And now that we have rewatched, I'm like, "Oh my god!" I know. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's why, again, everybody, PSA: It's so annoying that all of these things from their childhood keep popping up, and Rebecca has a sister that we never see, but there's this continuity. Yeah, on, it, yeah. It is the it is the like little details that add up and then the big that don't. So yeah. Rude. Um so then we see Jack and Nikki. And yeah. Nikki says that he once had a house, but the trailer is better. It's easier to upkeep, which you know is like a lie. It's just so sad. Um it is so sad. and then Nick 
Nikki gives Jack the photos from Vietnam, which are the photos that Kevin found. Yeah. Um, so Nikki had all of those. And he says to Jack, like, I thought you'd like these. And Jack said, these were really good men. Yeah. So. Goosebumps everywhere. Yeah. And then they make like a joke about their mom's chili lasagna, which sounds disgusting. So gross. <laughs> um, but they're like laughing about it. And for like a minute, you kind of think that like things are going to be okay. Yeah. The whole thing is just sad. It's like happy and sad. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we see the big three now. Mm hmm. And they're like asking a million questions. And Kevin's like, Randall's adopted. That explains why he's black. <laughs> and Randall's like, accurate. Also accurate. <laughs> like, um, and then Kevin's like, our dad said, or Randall, one of them, is like, our dad said you died in Vietnam. Seems like you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, um, and then Nikki's uh, like, you guys should really leave. And uh, Kate's like, I didn't want to come. I'm staying. And he's. I like, was like, yeah. I'm like this is the dumbest storyline ever, Kate. Why are you like? I didn't. I don't want to come. I want to come. I don't. I don't want to come. It's like, just like not good. Like it's not like. You did want to come. You said you couldn't come, and then you came anyway. Like it's not like a good storyline, and it's not. It's not Chrissy Metz's fault. It's not Chrissy Metz's fault. I know. I I'm know. just like, they just wanted to give Kate some more plot points, it feels like, in this episode. And so yeah, they were like, we'll just, we'll just make her very indecisive. Like, But here's my whole thing. The episode wasn't even about the big three, really. Like, so, like, they didn't need that. Like, it didn't need to be happening. Like, I know, give but me that's more Kate and Toby on Thanksgiving. Give me more Kate and Toby on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, And then Nikki talks about the war, and he said something that, like, just gave me so many goosebumps. He said, some get homesick, others get war sick. Mm -hmm. And basically, he was like, I was war sick. Like, you know. And that's that's the end of that part. And then I think we're back at the war, maybe? Is um, he talking about the war? Like, we're seeing yeah. a flashback while he talks. Yeah. Okay. So he starts with basically saying that he was a medic that sampled his own inventory and yeah. which we know he was like on any drug he could get his hands on and Jack was right. trying to clean him up and he said it didn't work so they pulled me out of there for psychiatric reasons and then like I think Kate maybe presses him for like a little bit more for the story and he basically like is telling them but we're seeing it in a flashback. Yeah. About that same day that we saw, like in a couple episodes back, where Nikki was high and Jack like saw him and was like, Are you high? Um, and we see Nikki wake up and a kid is standing over him. That little and boy then, is so freaking cute. I know he is a very, very cute kid. Um, and then Nikki pulls out a candy bar and is like teasing him with it. Um, I actually thought it's so sad because this moment is adorable. Yeah. But I have to tell you, watching it this time, because I knew what was going on, made me stick to my stomach. Yeah. So Nikki's like teasing the kid with the candy bar and the kid takes his glasses and then they like both laugh. Um, so then Nikki gives him the candy bar and says, let's go fishing. So then they're out in the boat 
and Nikki pulls out a hand grenade and he throws it into the water. Um, and then the fish come floating to the surface and then they grab the fish and start putting them in the baskets. Um, and Nikki's like, let's move to the next spot. And he pulls out a grenade and it's like stuck. And the kid like is reaching for it. And Nikki's like, stop it, stop it. Um, but they're like kind of fighting over it a little bit and it falls to the bottom of the boat. And Nikki's like screaming at the kid, like, get off the boat, get off the boat. And Nikki dives into the water and the kid doesn't. And then we see the explosion. So, yeah. It's literally awful. Yeah. Like I, this is us does such a good job of like, I don't know, because I do feel like this whole thing is even kind of art. I don't want to say artistic because it's like terribly sad, but the mm. way it's kind of like, I would relate it to when Deja comes to the Pearson's house, when she comes from the foster home and she can't hear anything. Right. They do right. such a good job with like the noise that, or the lack thereof of noise when like something like that goes off, like, and I'm not relating a bomb to a concert, but like when you go to a concert and you, the noise dies down and then you have like this ringing in your ear, like they do such a good job of, I don't know, artistically getting that whole thing across, but yeah. I hate this. And the first time I watched this, I remember thinking, is that that little kid or is it not? Because we didn't see him that much. The little kid of the lady with the medal. Um, so then we see like Jack pulls Nikki out of the water and he's screaming at him, but Nikki's like not hearing him. Um, and then Jack says that he's done with Nikki. Um, and then we like kind of pop back a little bit to, um, Nikki gets put in a helicopter and he's leaving Vietnam. And I think what's so sad is like, as he's like leaving Vietnam, like we, you can see in Jack's face that like, he's made up his mind. Like he's Nikki's Nikki dead, is to not yeah. dead to him. Yep. I just think it's really sad because obviously like I think I don't think Jack's in the wrong for thinking that Nikki did it on purpose right because of all the things that Nikki has said leading up to this plus overly medicating things like that right but then it's like Nikki like wakes up with a better attitude kind of this day like and he's like okay let's go do it and then like makes just like I mean he didn't make a mistake it was an accident obviously and like I don't know. I think it's what's very like, sad. I think what's so hard too is like Jack ends up struggling with addiction later on. And what I'm yeah. like, he has no like remorse for Nikki, even though him and Nikki are going through something like so similar. Nikki was going through something right. so similar, like when he was in Vietnam. And like Jack doesn't even like look at it as if like he should give Nikki another chance like all yeah. throughout his alcoholism and I'm like you know what this is like now like you you've felt this before right. so like I don't know I just think and felt it in a very different time and I think I think Jack's addiction obviously like hereditary from their dad right but like I also think a lot of Jack's addiction lies in like PTSD and not taking care of like those feelings and thoughts and that kind of stuff whereas like he just had it later Nikki's just started earlier yeah so uh, I don't know I was yeah. gonna say something else I was gonna talk about something else now oh my whole thing and like I'll obviously I've never been a 
in war or anything and I've never had PTSD from war, but like you think Nikki would have written it out. Here's what actually happened that day and sent it. Maybe I feel like had he like, that's a, I don't know. That's a really personal thing to just like yes. write there. down. Yeah. And yeah. put out there. Um, even if he had like put in like a letter, obviously you probably should not write that on a postcard. Um, right. But even if he had written it in a letter and sent it to Jack, I feel like it's not, it wouldn't have been the same as Nikki having like a sit down conversation with him. It's like harder to like believe somebody when they're like writing it, I guess. Right. And also like, guess... like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say some of the postcards like from Nikki said like, I need to talk to you. Like we have right. to talk. So like Nikki was trying to tell him the truth. It was just, he wanted to yeah. do it. Basically. Well, even when Jack's sitting in the trailer, Nikki tries to tell him and Jack's like, no, which also kind of bothers me. Like, I don't yeah. know. I think I feel like, and maybe my approach as a sibling is different, but like, I don't know, just hear him out. Cause you can still be mad. You can still have the same opinion. Like this doesn't have to change anything really. Like you can still not talk to him if you want to, I guess. Like what is the, what is the benefit of not having him say it yeah. out loud? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you already know. I mean, you already know what the res the end result was, which was like a child died. Well, and the, I think too, the crazy thing is like Jack knows, even though Nikki was dealing with like some really crazy things and he was on, on all these medications and everything like right. that, like, Jack knows who Nikki is to like his core. Yes. You know what right. I mean? And like he's and he was like so dismissive of like well, yeah. Of, and then you think like to even like the captain or whatever. I'm sorry if I'm calling him the wrong rank, but the guy who was like in charge of Nikki, he was like Nikki. Like Jack was like Nikki soft, and this is gonna ruin him. Mm -hmm. So like at I really don't believe that people change at their core. Like I don't think people changing is like an actual thing. Like in life in general, most of the time, that sounds very cynical for me. I know. I was going to say, I actually disagree with that, but <laughs> I unless think that there's like a life, but you don't like at people's core, at your core, like I think people can't, people can change other things, habits, other things like that. But I think at people's core, like, like Nikki would always be soft. Like, I don't know. I still But then I think this is like a traumatic event. So maybe not. I, I was going to say, I would, I would disagree based off of just my own personal anecdotal experience, but yeah. um, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I agree that like, I don't think Nikki changed at his core. No, no, but, and Jack knows who Nikki was before the war. So like, yeah, I think he knows, or I'd like to think that he would know that Nikki wouldn't actually harm a kid on purpose, but I would hope he would know that too. Especially didn't. when we get more backstory. Yeah. But he didn't like, that's the thing. I know. Jack truly believed, you know, I know that makes me really sad. I don't know the whole, it just, it really like makes me heart sick. Yeah. Something else I was thinking about too. What do we ever find out? Like Nikki's like the parents. So Jack's mom, do they tell her he's dead? I don't think we ever get a resolution for that. 
No, I don't think we ever get a resolution for that either. And I'm going to assume that either Jack turns like his parents away from Nikki after this, right? I because even his dad, like when they come, when Jack first comes back from war like his parents are still together and like living yeah. together and things so it's like I don't know and then like later on like Jack is the one that gets the call that his dad is dying right uh, well and back. later on I mean obviously it's I don't think this is a spoiler but like we see Jack's mom's funeral Nikki is not there do we see her funeral Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's that episode like the last season yeah where this isn't a spoiler guys it's kind of like a filler episode but I I really like that episode actually but um we see her funeral but like Nikki's not there right yeah I don't know it's it's complicated because it's like obviously like and Nikki went home before Jack too so like what happened yeah yeah it's like the military didn't tell his right parents that nikki was dead so unless jack did i don't know it's it's, it's confusing yeah i don't know interesting although i think the papers kevin read said he was like in california for a while afterwards um i thought he was at um um, at least, at least I remember he was like at a military psychiatric hospital when he came back. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe, maybe it was California. I don't know. But like, yeah, does someone tell your parents that? I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just have a lot of questions. Like, I'm just curious. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then we're back in Nikki's trailer, which we kind of already touched on, and he wants to tell Jack so badly, and Jack won't even hear him out. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I also think is probably sad, hard for Jack too, because there's all this like PSD, PTSD not taken care of, right? Like, right. so there's that. And then Nikki, this part killed me because Nikki's like, did I ruin your life? Mm-hmm. And Jack says, I have a good life. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you right now. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> he shows Jack the or yeah, Jack gives him the photograph and Nikki says that Rebecca is beautiful and Jack agrees. Um, and then he says that Randall's a different color. And Jack I, said- I thought that was so innocent. Like the way he says it yeah. is so innocent. I know. And then Jack says, well, Randall fo- found me. And then what killed me was that Nikki was like, you have a nice house. And I was like, oh, my heart. Ooh, I just got, but like, also, I think it's a little bit cruel to show off your whole family and you just left. Like, Nikki has no one because at this point in time, their mom is also dead. Yeah. And their dad's dead. Like, everybody's dead now. Is their mom dead? Yes, because the kids were, like, really little when she died because they, like, in the episode for her, they, like, go ice. They end up coming up there after she died and they like ice skate and stuff right 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 right. that's not like a spoiler guys i just i for some reason like all of those like parts of that episode are like i thought that episode was so sweet i really liked that episode but yeah i just kind of forgot all about it to be honest with you 
But I think of this in terms of like my siblings or my family and like being detached from them. And I know I'm like close, but Nikki and Jack were close. Like, I don't think I'd survive. Like, I also feel like this probably, I mean, Jack knew Nikki had addiction problems and Jack was also dealing with it at this point in time. Like, don't you think that would make someone spiral? Yeah, but I mean, he kind of does, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. But like, Jack doesn't know. I don't know. Like, from a Jack, I feel like I look at Jack as like a very empathetic character mm. most of the time. And so this, this whole like little piece feels so out of character for him. And I, again, I think war makes people a little bit different, obviously. Like you're never the same after that. So like, there's this little piece of it that like nobody else understands. Right. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, it just made me, it was too much for me. Yeah. Um, but then Nikki tells Jack that he won't write to him anymore and says that Jack should go. And Jack walks out of the trailer. Um, and then we're back with like present day. And Nikki is telling them about how Vietnamese women collapsed during the war when they lost someone and how he will never forget that mother's face. <clears throat> yeah. And he worries it'll be like the last thing that he sees before he dies. I think Nikki is like very open about talking about this for mm -hmm. like for being which later I guess in the next episode I think we find out that he like went to a bunch of counselors and stuff like that but like so maybe that he thinks it didn't do any good next episode but like clearly he's talking about this so maybe yeah it did I, also some good. Know, I don't think he would have talked about this with just anybody but like right these are like Jack's children and Jack's like gone now, you know what right. I mean? So like in a way, like him being able to tell Jack's children what the truth is, like right. makes it not better, but like it right. kind of helps fill some of that void that he was never able to tell Jack that it was an accident. Right. And then he says that Jack had two lives before and after the war mm -hmm. and everything is black. Everything was black and white to Jack. Um, and then we see like a flashback of Jack at a gas station deciding if he's going to go back towards Bradford or go towards Pitt Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. um, that part hurt my heart too. Cause it just like, it's all like, that's why I love this is us. Cause it's all like these small decisions that like shape. Yeah. I don't know. They're so yeah. good at that. Um, and then Nikki said, how did he die? And Randall explains it to him. And where is Uncle Nicky's Emmy? Because his face in this part is just like beautifully heartbreaking. Also, Justin Hartley's facial expressions through this whole episode. Injustice. Yeah, next level. It's so good. It is next level. Yeah. Um, so Nicky is clearly really upset. And then he basically like tells them to please go away. Yeah. So then um, Rebecca is at home doing the dishes and Jack comes in that's obviously like late at night the kids are asleep and he says he didn't tell her the truth about where he had gone and then he says that he went to see somebody from the war who's having a rough go of things lately and that they used to be close but they had a falling out because of what happened in the war and I honestly like think that there's a chance that Rebecca maybe even was like piecing it together and I, like, I think that 
that's probably some of her guilt with like uncle Nikki. like she was kind of close to cracking it but she didn't try any harder you know what I mean I honestly feel like if she would have pressed a little harder because she didn't and this is not Rebecca's fault at all guys I'm not blaming Rebecca but if she would have pressed a little harder because he was in such a vulnerable state maybe maybe yeah it would have came out in this because he pauses at that wall Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm. yeah, it fr- it's so it's like beautifully sad. They do such a good job. It's also frustrating. You feel all of the all of it from every angle. Yeah. And then we see um, Rebecca with present day Miguel and she's telling him that they found him, um, Jack's brother, and that um she's like wondering if she, there was more that she could have done and like Miguel kind of reiterates almost what Nikki said um that he was Jack's best friend for 20 years and that um there was a before he knew him and an after he knew him right. and Miguel said that there's like a darkness inside of Jack that he was afraid would come out and ruin the light that he got from her and his kids Right. It would have, the darkness would have swallowed the happy. Also, question, was Miguel, like, not in Vietnam? I don't think so. I'm just curious, like, did, trying to decide, like, U.S. citizens or, like, um, like, undocumented? What do you mean? And also, maybe he just didn't get drafted. That's what I'm assuming. And I'm I saying this is like, it. I'm saying this based on a later episode, guy, guys. I'm not saying because Miguel's Puerto Rican that he doesn't live in the United States. No, Although I, I guess just, he could have came here because Puerto Rico is a territory. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just don't think that he was like drafted or. I guess you don't get drafted if you're from Puerto Rico either. Like, just because they're a territory, I don't think you follow those rules. Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't thinking about them being a territory. When did Puerto Rico become a territory, too? I think in the 50s, maybe. 1917, Puerto Rico became a territory. Oh, okay. So way earlier than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think I just assumed that Miguel wasn't drafted. Yeah. That makes sense. I was just thinking about it when we were doing this, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah, because we see, like, oh, it does say that Puerto Ricans may enlist in the U.S. military, um, and that Puerto Ricans are included in the military draft when it is in in Hmm. effect. I was actually just, I was curious about that, so the more you know. Yeah. So he just wasn't drafted. How old was Miguel when him and his family moved to Pittsburgh? Like six. Do we remember? Ish. Yeah. So he was in he was in Pittsburgh. So he could have been like, I don't know. I just feel like um I mean not everybody was drafted. So I guess like I'm just assuming that that's the case here as well. Right. Because we don't ever see like any kind of like war background for him. Yeah. Interesting. Um, was he in college? Oh, I forgot that that's like a, I always forget that that's like it, an exemption. Mm. I don't remember if Miguel went to college based off of his episode, but I know that he was like 
a really hard worker. So if he was in college by chance, like maybe. I think maybe he did go to college because. I feel like maybe. Yeah. It's interesting. I was just, I was just thinking about it and I was like, oh, Miguel. Yeah. I have a lot to say that Puerto Ricans, I'm not going to say it right now because it's for a different podcast, but the fact that Puerto Rican people can be part of our draft, but we don't help them when they need things. The fact that we even have a draft at all, but again, thanks for another day. Here we are on the Controversy Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then we see the big three, and this is like a parallel to what we saw earlier with Jack, where they're at the Bradford or Pittsburgh sign. Mm -hmm. Um, And Randall got the good snacks, thank God. Um, And (laughs) Kevin is just like feeling something, and he's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I feel like we need to help him. You know, we can't just leave him here. And then we see baby Kevin pouting again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I want to go with you. Um, Just like, I like you more than that. It was actually, that part made me really sad after I realized why baby Kevin was pouting. I know. And there's part of me that I was like, oh my God, what if Jack would have taken him? Because I feel like baby Kevin would have kept the secret. Yeah, but you know there's no way that Jack would have. I know, but I was like, oh, this would have been just. I know. Um, But Jack, Jack, like, tells him, like, you know, you're my son. Like, I don't want you making the same mistakes that I do and everything. Yeah. Um, And then Kevin in the car, like, adult Kevin is like, um, I don't want to make the same mistakes as my dad. I can't leave him like my dad did. And then where Jack turned and went back towards Pittsburgh, Kevin turned and went back towards Bradford. Um, And then when they get to the trailer, we find out that like Kevin's decision to go back towards Bradford, like literally saved Snooki's life. Yeah. And this part, hmm. I'm going to start crying now. Um, I I hate I mean, I don't hate it. I think it's beautiful. But he just, like, is sitting there, like, just shaking his head and just saying, I never got to tell him it was an accident. Ugh. I'm going to cry right now because this episode, like, ruined my life. <laughs> I uh, haven't had a good cry at a This Is Us in a while. Uh, <laughs> um, so then Randall takes the gun away. Um, yeah. And we see Kevin put his hand on Nikki's shoulder. And that's where we finish this episode. Yeah. Crazy times. <laughs> what a good one. I feel like I had so much written and we got through it in a decent amount of time. We did, even with like tiny discussions about Puerto Rico and like <laughs> other <know>. things. <laughs> I know. But um, did you cry at all? I actually didn't. What? I know. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I am Sage and I don't cry very often. So I know. I like, but yeah, I was like, oh, uh, Allie's going to pick on me because this was an emotion. I, it was. It cry. was. I cried four times. Of course you did. <laughs> the whole thing in Vietnam, the whole incident that happened, right? Mm-hmm. That was number one. When Jack shows Nikki his whole family and is like, I have a good life. And Nikki's like, big house. Number two. Randall telling Nikki how Jack died, number three. And then 
this whole thing at the end is number four. It was too, this too much. It was, it was awful. I think I was so analytical about this episode because there's like so many things that like rewatching it this time, I feel like, and I don't remember what I like, what was going through my mind when I watched it the first time, but I feel like there was like even small details, like the Kevin and Jack, like parallel with like Kevin turning left and Jack turning right, like decision, like that was like really powerful. And I'm like, it is. Like, I don't remember this being, like, such a big, like, crazy plot point, but. I do remember this episode because I know, I know, the first time I watched it, like, inconsolable mess. Like, one of the episodes where Nick comes in is like, oh my god, who died? And I'm like, it's the show. Like, just, it's the show. (laughs) Yeah. Rough times. Do you have a favorite moment and a least favorite moment? I mean, my favorite the whole time is just like, I mean, the whole episode is just so good. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's hard to pick because it's just so good. So I just put like the introduction of kind of Uncle Nicky, just like as a whole of the whole episode. Like, and then I think if I had to pick like a favorite moment, honestly, I just think that Kevin moment that parallels Jack I know it's so small but it's just like so perfect like I love when they do that and they do it so much more with Kevin like people say Randall is like Jack's kid but I really think Kevin yeah is like I mean I they're both Jack's kid obviously but like people associate Randall and Jack being the same but I really think like Kevin is a lot of Jack and tries to like I feel like Kevin is Jack if Jack made better choices like late like you know and I just I love that as far as least favorite I didn't have one till you brought up how stupid the Kate stuff was and now I'm like nope that's what I hate like so that's my least favorite but my favorite is probably yeah go ahead so my my least favorite moment and my favorite moments are the exact same as you (laughs) I'm sorry but I just thought that I keep going on about it but I was like watching this and I'm like why was this a point in this episode like why did Kate be like I don't want to go and then she's like at the door I'm like I don't get it like it's not like it was a big reveal like oh my gosh Kate's right. like it was just like well, my whole thing is like in the next episode she's like Kevin I can't have I can't do the rest of this journey with you because I have to go home I have a doctor's appointment that makes sense this doesn't Right. I don't know. I just was like, this is weird. Like the fact that she's like going back and forth, like it adds nothing. No, but, it doesn't. I but and my favorite was the same as you. Um, and like how I just like, I loved that parallel and how like the flashback ties in with Jack, like saying to Kevin, like, don't make the same mistakes that I did. Yeah. Like it literally like Kevin is like I don't want to make the same mistakes as my dad did and it like literally ended up saving Nikki's life and chances are Kevin was not like thinking of that moment no like he probably doesn't remember Jack even saying that to him right my whole thing is like sometimes I think people say things to us or things happen in our life that we don't even realize shape us and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of what this is you know what I mean yep yep yeah um so pop culture pick would you like me to go first would you like to go first 
I can go first because okay. it's a repeat. So everybody's going to be a little um, bored, but I need to, I need to do this because it, the season fin- or the series finale came out not that long ago. So it'll be the last time I can recommend it on the podcast, but everybody please go watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> please. I, wa- I need to do it. Ali won't watch it. No, I, I do want to watch it. I've been telling her to watch it. I know. And guess now. what? I just finished. I just finished the last show that I was watching. So now I need your Apple stuff again. Apple, if you're listening, sorry. I need your Apple stuff again so I can watch it. <laughs> okay. I can. This show makes me laugh. It makes me cry. The la- The finale, I like sobbed. It's like. Can't wait. If you sobbed, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. It is literally my fiance's favorite show. And like we very rarely can agree on like the same type of television. He likes dumb shows, if I'm being mm-hmm. frank. Um <laughs> that I don't like. So the fact that we both are like obsessed with this show, so good. It makes me like literally so happy. I love Tedla. I love it already. I love the clips that I see all the time. So I can't I really can't wait to watch it. Please please send me the information. Um, so my pop culture pick, I found this movie on Amazon or nope, no, I didn't. I found this movie on Netflix. It's so cute and just like light, lighthearted. It's called a tourist's guide to love. And it has Rachel Lee cooking it from she's all that okay. from my nineties, gals out there. Um, and it's just about this woman who like, she, works for like a hotel company to like incorporate basically hotels and stuff. Um, but she ends up like going to, I think she, she's in Asia. I don't know. I think she might be actually, I think she might be in Vietnam some of the time. Um, but they like, she ends up falling in love with the, the, with like the countries um, in Asia. And also there's like a little bit of a love story in it, which is just up my alley. But it's like good. I mean, it's like lighthearted and like not yeah. anything crazy. But like I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet. Cute. So, yeah. Cool. Cute. Anything else? Do you have anything else, Sage? I do not. Anyway, can't wait to do Songbird Part Two, guys. Join us next week. Join us next week. Well, this was us. This was us. Bye. Bye. Bye.